You're listening to Raising Perdition, a Supernatural Rewatch podcast. This podcast is for anyone who wants more Supernatural content or anyone just starting the show. I'm Beth Brin. I'm Hannah Barrow. And I'm Abby Jo Morton. And we're your hosts. Let's jump in. Raising Perdition is intended for adult audiences, and our episodes may contain PG-13 and R-rated language. We advise listener discretion for discussions of violence, sexual assault, eating disorders, and other topics some listeners may find disturbing. We want to empower you, our audience, with the knowledge you need to make healthy decisions about how and if you should consume this podcast content. Welcome back to Raising Perdition. I'm one of your hosts, Beth. I'm here with my co-hosts, Hannah and Abby Jo. How are y'all doing? Good. How are you? Good. Doing good. Doing good. Today we have a special guest, Sarah. Welcome back, Sarah. Hey. You guys might know Sarah as at skirt skirt on the <laughs> internet um we talk about sarah all the time so <laughs> we do yeah okay so this week's episode is season four episode seven it's the great pumpkin sam winchester this episode was directed by charles beeson son of a bee son of a bee and written by julie siege Ooh. um We've seen episodes of Charles before because we have the Son of the Bee thing. Last episode we (laughs) watched that was directed by him is uh, episode 15 of season three, Time is on My Side. So it's been a hot minute. Do you remember that one? Um, Mm, No. (laughs) And he did Sin City, Roadkill, Play Things. (laughs) No. I don't remember that. Um, That's the one with the. eternal life uh guy they locked him in a fridge mm, the one that they didn't actually doc right, 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 oh, right. okay doc benton McStuffins. benton, benton. Mm-hmm. oh <laughs> thought you were legitimately saying oh, McStuffins. i was like oh that's McStuffins. Right. that's it got it came to me um and this is julie's first episode that she's written for supernatural julie Welcome, Julie. And she's going to stick around until season five. Oh. Okay. Don't get too attached to Julie. Through, I guess. Through season five. Gotcha. Um, This episode doesn't actually have a location. We're just in some town. We're somewhere. Some some town. Little place. Um, From October 29th to November 1st, 2008. Before I say the summary, there's something about this episode that bothers me, but I'm going to say it the mm-hmm. way they say it in the show. They mm-hmm. pronounce <clears throat> they pronounce it Sam Hain, which is just not right, but I'll pronounce it that way in the summary because that's the way they say it, and I don't want people to come for me and tell me I'm doing it wrong, even though I have proof in my notes that they are, in fact, wrong, <laughs> but that's okay. It's all right. It's fine. I'll say it what wrong, it and I'll be okay. Be, Hannah? It's supposed to be Samhain um because it's celtic That's so different it's not it's so wrong Say it again Sawin, like s-o-w-w-i-n Sawin. Sawin. okay yes um it's it's irish and so that's we know that like gaelic is often like that's right it's pronounced it's not anything something. yeah right that's so weird. that's weird <laughs> so <laughs> they're just like just they're like we're American, so we say Sam Hain. Sam, <laughs> yeah, like, Sam Hain. Sam says it. Sam's like, 
It's obviously Sam Hain. It's S A M. Right. It's about <laughs> me. my name. Canon. I know how to. I'm read the first my character name. in this show, right? <laughs> I did I say first character? You did. I'm the main character. I don't know what's going <laughs> on. There's some. There's some misfiring happening. It's okay. <laughs> in my brain. There are, there's always misfiring happening up here. So. <laughs> While Sam and Dean are investigating two mysterious m- deaths in a small town a few days before Halloween, they find hex bags and discover a witch is summoning a dangerous demon named Sam Hain on Halloween. <laughs> <laughs> Castiel, Cat, <laughs> name like that. Castiel. You want to make fun of how people pronounce things? Huh? You want to make fun of it? <laughs> My brain said Castiel. Castile. Castile. He's related to Bastille. Um, ooh. <laughs> Humble you immediately. Ooh. Yeah, I know. It's like, oh, you're actually an idiot. <laughs> this is what my brain said. Castiel and Uriel, another angel, show up and tell the brothers this is one of the 66 seals that will free Lucifer, and they're going to just smite the whole town. Dean tells them that is absolutely not happening, and they plan to kill the witch, but Sam Hain is raised anyway. Sam uses his demon powers to kill him, and Cass tells Dean their orders all along were to follow Dean's orders. Uriel tells Sam to obey, basically, and tells him to ask Dean what he remembers from hell. What an episode. It's not Charlie Brown at all. No. <laughs> Abby, you're but wrong. Sam did meet but Sam did meet Cass, so that's in my notes. Hey, Abby, Sam is meeting Cass. That's what number 14 <laughs> says. <laughs> 14? Why? Oh, I understand. Yeah. Well, that's when that we was like the beginning of that. <laughs> just, I was like, just, wow. just a midway point. You know, I, some point. I said, wait, by the way, Abby. <laughs> oh, <geez. laughs> oh my god. These are our favorite moments of this supernatural episode. Our favorite moments we're telling you now. <laughs> uh, who's going first? Beth, maybe, since she only has one. Yeah. Yeah, that's fine. Uh, my favorite moment is just in general, Cass and Dean's little chat at the park. You know, they they break down some walls. They they share with one another, and I just I just love that. I love two two guys just sitting on some park benches talking about their feelings. <laughs> so good. I think my favorite moment, if I had to pick like a top one, would be when Sam meets Cassiel, and he's like, "Oh my god, wait, no," because like that's just that's just my kind of humor. Just <laughs> I just think it's so funny the way he's so like sh- a called by himself saying oh my god in front of him he's like oh my god wait no he was like, i shouldn't say that i mean yeah so funny i mean i mean <laughs> and cassiel's just not he's like and he like doesn't want to shake his hand no he's, he's like, not cast, interested like, he's like <laughs> tiniest bit and then my one of my favorite moments is right after that when cass yeah. is like the boy with the demon blood it's yes. just like, oh yes, I've heard a lot about you as well. Yeah, I, and none of it's like good. it's not like a funny like <laughs> love and light to Sam, but it is so funny to me personally. <laughs> Poor Sam, like oh, this just angel knows me because of demons. 
<laughs> yeah. Yeah, he's like, I yeah, I heard that's... about you and Azazel, six months old. It's rough. <laughs> it's rough going. Anyway. <laughs> it's a rough, rough time for I'm... you, buddy. So I love that because it also reminds me of Lazarus Rising when, like, Castiel is talking to Dean for the first time. And Castiel just disses Dean. Like, he's just like, well, I thought thought you'd be special and you'd be able to understand me but I guess you're not I guess not (laughs) so I just kind of love that like Cass is kind of like slay for that one um but my other one is um after Sam Hain rises and like Sam puts the blood on their faces and Dean's like what (laughs) and Sam's just like I just taking a chance. It's like, what? <laughs> He's like, yeah. you're just taking a chance? On my yeah, life. like, um, it's like giving Route 666. Mm-hmm. Yes, mm-hmm. I, it really, I have that in my notes too. <laughs> He's just like, yeah, I just thought it would work. I just thought I'd give it a go. It's also kind of like with the confidence uh, in himself that we talked about in Yellow Fever, honestly, where like, it's not like he's just so sure that what he's going to do is going to mm-hmm. work. And he's like not concerned about anyone else. Um, and Dean's like, maybe communicate something with me once in a while yeah. rather than <laughs> just do a thing. But yeah, instead you act real confident. It makes me feel like, oh, he's confident. He knows what he's doing and you don't know yeah. anything that you're doing. <laughs> yeah. Um, My favorite moment is very specific moment um when castiel and uriel are talking on the bench there's this part at 23 minutes and 47 seconds when Cass has his elbows on his knees and his hands like this um like fingers locked together and he puts his chin on his hands and it is so cute it's so, so adorable. Cute. i'm gonna go look at so, it right now i have to look at it right now it's very adorable you can't even like see his hands that much. You can just tell us what he's doing. I didn't. That's why I put the timestamp. <laughs> I was on my team. Oh my God. Wait. Hannah. What? I just opened up. <gasps> That's where it opened? I just opened. I don't. <laughs> I went so to weird. The... I'm so confused. I went on my phone. It was still on yellow fever because I didn't watch that episode on my phone. So it like wasn't registering or whatever. Right. I hit next episode, and this is <laughs> that is so that is wild. I it's meant to be. It is. They really I, do listen you know, way so too much. So, our cold open. We begin. It's two days before Halloween. There's a wife. She's coming from the store. She's bought a ton of Halloween candy. But honestly, in my opinion, not enough if they ran mm-hmm. out by 6.30 last year, but whatever. Um, the dad is in there. He's feeding their baby and he wants some of the candy. But the wife tells him to wait because they ran out last year and he can't be eating all the candy. Um, the mom goes to give the baby a bath and she's like, are you coming? And he's like, oh, I'll totally meet you up there. And when she leaves he decides that he's gonna eat candy anyways and unfortunately that choice got him um some razor blades his throat that choice cost him his life you'll think twice about eating candy yeah (laughs) don't disobey your wife (laughs) 
So true. <laughs> Don't ruin Halloween for everyone by eating a piece of meat. <laughs> <laughs> There's a really in detail moment where we get to look down his throat and we see the razor blade stuck. And he's just like, oh, like, he's way too, like, he is freaking out, but he is way too calm, in my opinion. Yeah, <laughs> I'd be losing it. I would um, be straight he, to the ER. He gets it out, and he's obviously bleeding a ton, and then he starts choking on his blood, and another razor blade, he coughs it out, and then he just collapses, and the mom comes down and gives a good, scary movie scream with her baby Ooh. to her hip. It's rough. It's really it's rough. Really I don't know rough. why we need to see the inside his mouth shot like five times. Yeah. I'm truly I, not sure. I truly hate how they like show his fingers and like all of it is Me too. Not, I feel like they were I couldn't really watch. Playing. They said we got this new technology that I want to try out and I just yeah. would rather they not. Yeah. It's like I I feel like I say a lot that I don't get grossed out by a lot, but this did it for me. I couldn't watch. I was really grossed out. It's mouth see? stuff in general though. Right, teeth. I don't do teeth. That's I true. We've out. talked about that. Yeah, yeah we don't um, do teeth. I guess razor blades in the th- in the esophagus. I also not don't something. Do. I never thought about it, but it's not something I think about often. Yeah, yeah. what a privilege. How do I feel about razor blades for me to not in know my that I didn't throat, like. in my mouth, and and down my throat. How do I feel about that? Yeah, it's so gross. I think it's hilarious though that he like wants a piece of candy so badly he's like no i'm not gonna go up and bathe our child with you i'm gonna stay down here (laughs) i'm gonna eat a piece of candy (laughs) i put in my my notes and i was like well it's a good thing he ate it and not some kid and then he died and i was like well not for him like not good for him but good that a kid didn't die i guess (laughs) um like also i feel like the wife knew exactly what he was doing Mm-hmm. Yeah, for you sure. know, like he wasn't being sneaky. He's just like, he oh yeah, like like it seems like they had a routine. She's like, are you coming? Seems like they bathed the child together typically. And he's like, yeah, I'll be there. I'll be there, I'll be there in just a second. As soon as I eat, <laughs> she's I'll be just up like, in okay. how long it takes you yeah, to eat a piece of candy and choke on a razor blade? I'll be up in that amount of time. <laughs> that amount of time. More razor blades. More razor That's blades. crazy. That's nuts. It's so funny though. This hasn't happened yet. But when the mom's like, I just don't understand how we could have eaten four razor blades. <laughs> he was determined. Me neither. It's, it's actually getting, now it's a, it's it's getting classified as a suicide. Yeah. 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 They're he like, really wanted it. They weren't even in the candy. He just no. ate four <laughs> Stop, And then trying to wash it down with a piece of candy. <laughs> he did. He said, this will help. He said, you know, wash that old wives tale. You know, people like try to <laughs> warn about the candy and the razor blades. He's like, I want to go down in history as being one of those people. So <laughs> let me just swallow four of them and eat a piece of candy and I'll scar the neighborhood. Oh, that's, wash it down. Wash it down. Is I'm losing it at that. Like, a, candy's not liquid at all. So Sam and Dean are checking out the crime scene and they're talking to the wife and she was like, because Dean asked how many razor blades, or somebody that, Sam, asked how many razor blades there are. I got there. Just let me process while I talk. Um, asked how many razor blades there were. She said there were two on the floor, one in his stomach and one in his throat, which is just, again, four razor blades. Wow. Um, But there were no razor blades in the rest of the candy. Um, And then we 
pan over to Dean and he like is holding up a hex bag. Um, and he's like, Sam turns to the wife and he's like, so did Luke have any enemies? And she is just, she's very upset that he would ask her this. And she's like, what do you mean? Like if someone wanted to kill my husband, wouldn't it be easier than putting a razor blade in candy he might eat which like so valid of her honestly for someone who doesn't know what's going on yeah like totally (laughs) like you sound crazy he might eat this piece of candy like what but she's very very upset with sam and dean right now annoyed with him like even like dean's just like looking around the kitchen he opens the oven she's like um there wasn't any candy in the the oven oven. (laughs) never in the oven he's like okay just being thorough ma'am <laughs> i love that that's like such a like common thing or like why are you looking under everything and they're like we're just being thorough we're just and being then also thorough. like the wife when sam's like possibly was there a woman and she's like absolutely not I was like, so sure she said there's absolutely no way luke was cheating on me <laughs> luke okay. would never have you seen her? He worshipped the ground I walk on. (laughs) (laughs) He was too scared of her to cheat on her. He had to wait a piece to eat a piece of candy until she went upstairs to bathe the child. (laughs) That man was not cheating on her. He was not cheating on her. Also, though, it is very annoying that Sam's immediately like, it's a witch, so maybe a woman? Oh, yeah. Maybe there was a woman? I was Like, 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 I guess, to be fair, their last case had to do with infidelity, but it's just, like, the stereotype, like, right. witchy woman, you know? I think Sam looks really good in this scene, and then I actually have another note that I think he actually looks really good in the whole episode, so. Yeah. Just go ahead and put that His out there now. His hair's not very greasy. He's kind of two for two, you know? His hair's also side-parted like... the whole episode. Like, he has the side part it's... for the professional thing, yeah. and he leaves it that way, and that's just what. As he should. Right, just leave your hair alone, bestie. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, like we said last episode that his hair looked good, but it was greasy. Right. But like this episode, I feel like it's not even greasy. Like, I feel like it looks clean. It looks... Yeah. I actually said, I think he just looks pretty handsome in general, actually. Yeah. You won't hear me say it often. Yeah. (laughs) You won't hear me say it often, but I do think he looks good. I do. What I was going to say is I love that like Dean's looking around and Sam's like talking to the wife and then like he sees the little thing like we're watching like his brain like figure out where the damn hex bag is and then he like pulls the hex bag out and it's like at like face level with him and he's just like (laughs) like like just like chilling and he's like waving it around and then Sam like stares at him it's not like Sam like gives him a glance realizes it and then goes back to talking to the wife like he stares at Dean for like a good 15 seconds like enough that it would make me turn my head if someone Mm -hmm. I was talking to like looked off I would probably be like what what's going on over there but (laughs) Dean's just holding the hex bag up like it wouldn't be a big deal if she found out just found this in your kitchen no big deal (laughs) yeah this is where he kept his razor blades (laughs) sam's doing some research and dean is eating candy he has really got a sweet tooth (laughs) and sam's like you're really eating candy even though like razor blades (laughs) even though he 
he said i'm terrified i'm never getting candy again <laughs> like mm, after the razor blades really he's like yeah um he's like don't be a downer it's halloween it seems like every day's halloween <laughs> which like he's just such a cynic all like this whole episode yeah. and i'm like dude what did halloween ever do to you <laughs> Like, I get that you, like, deal with spooky shit, but, like, That's not it's really just a candy holiday, let's right. be real. Um, and then Sam's like, we're definitely on a witch hunt, and this is what's in this bag, and it's, like, an old-ass coin of, oh my god. I hate that it's, like, the metacarpal of a newborn baby. Yeah, yeah that's rough. it makes me want to vomit Ooh. yeah i don't like it can anyone tell me what bone that is because i honestly didn't i don't know and i didn't look it up. in their hands isn't a metacarpal yeah carpal is fingers tarsal's toes yeah carpal is fingers nice little baby finger like that's just fucking weird yeah it is. yeah it's, wouldn't it's recommend Eevee. but um and then like Dean's like, ew. And Sam's like, relax. It's like a hundred years old. It's like, that's still gross. Right. Like, I don't care that it's burned. I don't care that it's over a hundred years old. It was once a newborn baby's finger. That's creepy yeah. and gross. Yeah, I don't like that. And then I love, Dean was like, I was looking into Luke Wallace and he's so vanilla that he makes vanilla look spicy. <laughs> he's like i don't know why anybody would want him dead like i love that phrase though he's so vanilla <laughs> that he makes vanilla look spicy the worst he did was sneak a piece of candy <laughs> and he paid for it and he paid for it <laughs> so <laughs> yeah this hex bag is like and why does i mean i guess he was looking it up but like it seems like sam just knows this this gold thread herb that's been extinct for 200 years. Also, how does he know that the metacarpal bone is 100 years old just right off the bat? Like, what science is he using to date this bone? That's yeah, like, it's charred. So <laughs> real. I didn't even think about that. Like, how do you know that? Add it to the list of Stanford classes. Yeah. We yeah. should actually make a list because it's nonsense. <laughs> it's nonsense at this point. And like a 600-year-old <laughs> coin skeleton dating and coin dating right and fucking herbs herbs when you said herbs. dating Sarah. And herbs. <laughs> when you said dating i was not thinking about like the like dating something bad skeleton i was like oh just, just skeleton dating but then you said coin dating and i was like oh <laughs> <laughs> which like everyone that sam dates is dead so so real like dating the coin and like figuring out what the herb was like understandable but but the mm-hmm. baby, how the, the fuck baby, do you... the baby finger he just I'm, I'm fairly certain that sam's just assuming like he's like eh. yeah he's like all of the yeah. other things are old maybe it's part of his um special child abilities like just still lingering and he just picks up a boat and he's like that's a hundred years old his body just, just tells him it's like this is a hundred years old, 100 years old. 
Maybe. Okay. That seems like a weird thing that Azazel would want him to be able to do. I don't know. Yeah, he's like, Sam needs to be able to date bones. It's essential. <laughs> it's date a skeleton. Essential. <laughs> marry a skeleton. <laughs> That's why he keeps killing everyone he loves. He right? got to <laughs> date a skeleton. He has, he has to date to. a skeleton. It's his prophecy. He's supposed to. <laughs> that's this that's the actual plan that was the yeah. plan he's got a date a skeleton. get the man a skeleton wife or husband it doesn't matter it doesn't <laughs> we matter don't discriminate we honestly don't care it's, it's just, just gonna be a skeleton we're demons <laughs> we don't care so we are at a high school halloween party um and there's this girl who's like this is so lame. We should just TP someone, <laughs> which is like such an early 2000s joke. Yeah, as if that isn't as lame, honestly. Yeah. Um, and so the other girl decides to go talk to Justin, a boy, and she's like wanting some booze and it's triple locked. It's just not, <laughs> just not going to happen. His parents and- do not trust him. <laughs> No, or whoever's parents it is right and justin's like hey right. Y'all. So. right clearly you're in high school <laughs> um his parent or no oh my god <laughs> i just started talking about his parents again uh justin's like are y'all going to the mausoleum party tomorrow and he's like i'm going i'm gonna get so baked <laughs> so dumb um and then the blonde girl is like I'm gonna go bobbing the blonde girl Hannah from Pretty Little Liars is like I'm gonna go bobbing for apples and um her friend's like that's stupid and she is very good at it she just immediately snatches up an apple with her mouth and um Justin's like that's very cool of you and the other girl's like I want to do it I can do it um she can't do it and she starts to drown and also burn and uh the other girl her name's tracy she's like oh my god jenny what is going on with you and so she's like trying to get her out she and justin are like pulling on her absolutely nothing until she like dies then they're able to pull her out and her face is her her face is like boiled and she's dead and it's really horrible yeah i feel bad for jenny yeah right like Ginny was an annoying teenager. She didn't deserve to boil slash drown in an no. apple bobbing. Thing, no. You know? No. No. <sighs> just because she wanted to show off for Justin. Like, right. She just wanted to be cool like Tracy. And it's also like mm-hmm. bobbing for apples does not make you cool. No. Like it doesn't make you no, sexier if you can get an apple. No. <laughs> like when Tracy pops up and her face is all wet and she's just like <laughs> I was like, I hate everything about this right now. Yeah. Like, like it's supposed to be like, look how sexy she was doing that. And I'm like, you were bobbing for an apple. Yeah. <laughs> also, just... she's a high schooler. Uh-huh. That's great. I mean, we find well, out later she's like 600 years old. We but think she's still... a high schooler at this point. And <laughs> yes. a high schooler's body. Right. Yes. Yeah. My note is I hate this just in general. Like the fact that they're over sexualizing and they pit the girls against each other over a boy just Right. Yeah. It's very mid two thousands of them. It does not age well. Mm -mm. My only note was Hannah. From (laughs) Pretty Little Liars. Pretty Little Liars, yeah. (laughs) Did you hear me say that? 
Yeah, I did. did any of you hear me say? Okay, I was like, did any of you actually hear me say? I said, did I say that? <laughs> I definitely, I know I said it, but I looked up and none of you <laughs> like, seemed like you heard me, so I was like, maybe no one cares. But then I was like, maybe they didn't even hear me. Maybe no one was listening. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, I heard you, but I've never watched Pretty Little Liars. I knew she was from Pretty Little Liars, but I didn't know which one. So uh, Sam and Dean go and check out the crime scene. We have a lovely jailbait moment. But I would prefer they hadn't have put in the show. You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But we did. It was a choice. Dean does say that he would never. But then they negate it by him being like a hmm, little face afterwards. So, like, yeah. Could we just not? It's also, like, it's um, a very sarcastic I would never. It's not like, I would, I would never. never. It's like, I would never. My me yeah. say like why do they keep little on? me little me yeah. no and i just don't feel like that that's what dean would actually do like every time this happens no matter how yeah. many times they want to put it in the show i just don't think that dean would take advantage of vulnerable people because he knows how it feels mm-hmm. but anyway um dean walks up to her asks if um her friend jenny knew luke wallace and we learn her name's Tracy. Tracy's just like, who's that? She doesn't know who that is. Um, Sam finds another hex bag. And then we're back at the motel. And Dean says that both the victims are squeaky clean. There's no reason for wicked bitch payback. Um, we are still under the assumption that the witch is a woman. Because we know that they wouldn't call a guy a bitch. No. Um, yeah. I would but, but they right, wouldn't. but they wouldn't. <laughs> Sarah would though. Um, we all <laughs> but, but they wouldn't. Yeah, yeah. Um, Especially. Sam's like, well, maybe it's not about that. And Dean's like, what a great point, Sam. <laughs> Do you want to expand on that? Yeah. Um, he's like enlightening. Sam, Love it. <laughs> Sam is like, maybe they're just like working a spell. And he's like, look at. So get this. you know um three blood sacrifices over three days last one before midnight on the day of the final harvest which happens to be halloween all of this like spell work would be to summon a specific demon sam hain even though we all know that that's wrong um and he's like the origin of halloween um people would wear masks to hide from him stuff like that um, and also, this spell work can only be done every 600 years, and it just so happens that this is the year, of course. Um, and then once Sam Hain is risen, he raises a bunch of all, like, dark, evil crap, ghosts, zombies, basically all the things that they fight on a regular basis. And if that happens, then this town will be a slaughterhouse, so they gotta stop it. I love when scenes like zomb- ghosts, zombies, leprechauns. And Sam, like, gives him a face, and he's like, what? Their little hands freak me out. It's <laughs> <was> like, <laughs> me too, Dean. Those things are scary. Those things yeah. are scary. Have you seen the movie Leprechaun? I don't know if any of you have. It's but scary. He, have you seen the Bunky in the shows? Have you seen the Bunky in the shows? I thought he was... Sorry. That's something I said when I was a child, because I thought he was... I thought he was a monkey. And so I was saying the monkey in the clothes, because he's, like, in, like laundry and so like a closet i was saying he's like it's the monkey in the clothes but i said it's the bunkie in the shows and so we say that sometimes (laughs) 
because <laughs> our parents let us watch horror movies when we were yeah. very young. <laughs> so fun. Uh, so fun. That's why nothing thing. freaks me out. Yeah. Can I talk about um, Sam Hain for a minute? Yes. 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 Or, yes. Not very long, I swear to God. So I Seven already minutes, said it's so. Okay. I already said it's pronounced Samhain and it's Irish Gaelic. Um, but Samhain or Samhain is actually a festival, not a demon or a witch or like anything like that in real like Irish legend. It's just a festival that marks Halloween. And so like in the 19th century, a British military surveyor is the one who like wrote about it being a demon. So this like conqueror was like let's make Mm -hmm. it scary let's make the irish people a little (laughs) a little crazy um which is obviously gross they had like gods of the dead like the morrigan is like a famous one but they didn't have like Samhain was not a demon so that's like totally made up in this episode um and also the name (laughs) the name is totally made up (laughs) but that's fine yeah they just really decided Let's just be wrong. Let's just like do our own thing. <laughs> Let's not do a lake of research. <laughs> Let's let's throw a dart at something that has to do with Halloween and then just make our own shit up but using the yeah. name. Yeah. Which is like the only way I can like in my brain say Sam Hain and not feel stupid is because it's like a totally right. different thing. It's right. It even, doesn't even count. It's not the same. <laughs> yeah. So we see Dean and he is eating a ton of candy and watching the Wallace House. Um, and he gets a call from Sam, and they're talking about how someone had to have access to both houses, and that's whenever Dean sees the girl Tracy um, from the party, um, and she's at the Wallace's, what looks like to babysit the baby that got a bath the night of its father's death. Um, and then I don't know why I said it like that. That was <laughs> so weird. I, it was that all I kept true. Going. <laughs> It was was. True. <laughs> we can't dispute it right um was it weird yeah <laughs> sam says tracy is an interesting look for a sixth century year old hag um and dean's like if you got the chance to come back and be a hot cheerleader wouldn't you like i know i would <laughs> really thing to say come back as a woman um and then so weird i am i'm sorry i think i'm getting tired um <laughs> sam found out he's like well tracy Tracy <laughs> got suspended from school because she got into a violent altercation at school with her teacher can you imagine the craziness if somebody got into a violent altercation with a teacher at your school? Oh my god, no. <laughs> Where he Dawn says that she was going to scratch his face off. Yeah. <laughs> That's so As I, was, a I don't student, know what I, I would be horrified. I'd be like, oh, like don't I'd do like, that. Tarsi, stop. Tarsi, Tarsi, you got to stop. Uh, <laughs> I if there's one thing about people in our family, we love a good typo. We love a typo. Um, scene seven. They walk into an art room. There's a bunch of creepy masks, and Dean's staring at them. And we hear the screaming, um, from the beginning of Lazarus Rising, which is just wonderful. Um, and Sam's like, "Oh, does that bring back memories?" And Dean's like, "What?" 
<laughs> he's like, what are the teenage angst? And Dean's like, oh, no. And then the one kid is trying to uh, fill the kiln with a huge bong. And he's like, that brings back memories. Um, and which I love that the last episode I was on had a bunch of drug references to it as well. Because I was a dream a little up with the theme. Oh, I was yes. like, because he definitely did um, recreational drug. And then the teacher comes in. He's the teacher that Tracy had a violent altercation with. And I don't understand the sentence that he says. Because <laughs> he just goes, I just wanted to rap with her about her work. And I don't I don't understand. I'm guessing he just wanted to discuss it, but I also didn't really know, so I just put it word for word in the app. <laughs> and then he was like, Well, it became really inappropriate and like she would fill pages with these creepy symbols and draw herself in the middle of like these creepy the sequences where like they were killing things and he was like it was just you know weird and then they were like well where would we find Tracy and he was like well her apartment of course because of course the high schooler has an apartment right <laughs> and David Simmer are like what and Don's just like oh she's an she's an emancipated teen so like you know same shit uh and then they say that tracy's been there for about a year i know later on we find out they're brother and sister but can you imagine being like a normal art teacher and like one of your students is drawing them participating in like detailed sacrifices and you're just like hey right yeah I mean, and we need to talk also- about what you're doing the fact that he's like, it's a shame she was, you know, suspended. Like, I was just, like, trying to rap with her about her art. He's definitely like, yeah. I'm a cool guy. I'm such a cool yeah. teacher. The, the students love me. Like, I would be freaked out. I would not want to talk to a student. <laughs> I do think it's like, again, we find out that she's we know she's not actually a high schooler, but like could be a good representation of like sometimes high schoolers and kids in general have like such shitty personalities because their life has been so shitty. And like, that's not always their fault, you know? And so like, he could be like, it sucks that like this happened because she has like potential, but she just lost her right. shit. Cause I tried to talk to her about this thing, but instead they're siblings and it's not right. real, but yeah yeah um i don't think that they say this but i just always assumed that they got in a fight because he was like you're gonna be the sacrifice and then the principal walked in on them and then he was like oh no the student attacked me right he had to make up some story and of course he was the teacher so he was the one that was believed yes so they are not able to find tracy she's not at her apartment and none of her friends know where she is and um they're like, she could be making the third sacrifice any time now. And then a little boy dressed up as an astronaut comes up to them and he's like, trick or treat. And Dean's like, this is a motel. <laughs> you don't I think you that's don't... very funny. No. I think that that's so funny. 
yeah <laughs> he's just like dude yeah I think it's also kind of sad because he like didn't yes think he could trick-or-treat at a motel yep 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 um but <laughs> and then he and Dean and the little boy argue about candy <laughs> and he's like oh, you can't have any candy I ate it all and then he says I think you've had enough candy to the little boy, which is very rude. And he says it because the little boy yep. is a little chubby. And Dean, I, again, that's another chubby. that's another one of those things like, just don't like it. Um, and I don't really know if Dean would actually do it, but he does it in this episode and he does it in The Kids Are All Right. Um, is it that yep. episode with Ben? Mm-hmm. Um and yeah, it's really rude. But the little boy gives Dean a death glare and he's like, <laughs> and Dean's like, oh, you're going to get it. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Like, good for the little boy, Just I guess. Feuding with children. <laughs> yeah. Which is like so. Um... Which is also out of character because he's really good with kids. Right. But I think it also is a good representation of how he doesn't treat kids like kids. He's just like, no, yeah. you're not going to get any of my candy. I don't care how old you are. And the kid's like trying to argue <laughs> with him. And he's like, I'm going to just argue right back because I don't care how old you are. It doesn't matter to me. Because he was he's never so a kid. Right. He was always a parent. Like I always choose to just see like the humor of like, dude, this is a motel. But like when you think about it, it's like. So sad. I love just just little tiny things that we can look to to see that they didn't have a good childhood right like hey john would it kill you to like drive them to the nearest neighborhood and let them go to like five houses and trick-or-treat like it's also like the shittiest time of year because mary's death date is like i'm sure john was the absolute worst during this time yeah he is probably terrible to the boys at this point or just absent there yeah he was just drunk and gone (laughs) but poor little guys our weekly fuck john winchester so sam walks into the motel room and Cass is there and sam immediately draws his gun he's like who are you um and dean's like sam stop stop that's castiel the angel um and some other guy that dean doesn't know (laughs) we we don't know him either we've never met very weirdly just like staring out the window (laughs) right like he's he's not not in this conversation at all (laughs) he's like this is Castiel's thing i'll i'll wait until my name is he'll let me know when it's time for me to join the conversation (laughs) (laughs) Cass says hello to sam and sam's like oh my god and then he immediately regrets saying that which was abby joe's favorite moment but he tells Cass, you know, like, it's an honor. I've heard so much about you. And Cass waits a really long time before accepting Sam's handshake enough to make it awkward. Um, He's like, Sam, heard a lot about you too. The boy with the demon blood. And then he goes, I'm so glad to hear you've ceased your extracurricular activities. <laughs> so horrible. <laughs> so funny. To me so personally, funny. I find yeah. it so funny um just briefly there's like a tumblr post that um has been kind of a meme in supernatural and it's by oh episcopal winchester i think that's how you pronounce it 
And they said, I forgot how funny the Sam Cass meeting is. Sam is like, oh my God, Mr. Angel, sir, it's an honor. And Cass is like, greetings, blood freak. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so funny. And greetings, blood freak kind of just like became a thing. So I wanted to mention that, but that's so <laughs> funny. And that is exactly how it happened. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mr. Angel, sir. That's hilarious. Um. And I mean, Sam do be a little blood freak, but he can't help it, right? He's just a little baby. <laughs> he can't, you know? But nevertheless, that's how it went down. Um, and the guy in the back, we later find out his name is Uriel, but he's like, and let's keep it that way, talking about Sam's extracurricular activities. Um, and Dean, that's when Dean cuts in. He's like, Cass, who is your friend? which I think is funny that he's asking Cass. Um, he doesn't even bother asking Uriel who he is. He's just like, oh, yeah. I'll just ask Cass. Um, but Cass doesn't answer. He instead is like, so have you stopped the raising of Sam Hain yet? And they're like, well, we've located the witch. And he's like, okay, so she's dead. And they're like, no, but we know who it is. Um, and Cass informs them that, well, the witch knows who you are too, because we found this hex bag in your motel room wall and if we hadn't gotten it, then you or both of you probably would be dead. So do you know where the witch is now? And they're like, well, we're working on it. And Cass is like, well, that's unfortunate. And he's like, why do you care? Why are you here? And Cass says that the Sam raising, hmm, the raising of Sam Payne is one of the 66 seals. And Dean's like, oh, so this is about your buddy Lucifer. And you're like, Lucifer is no friend of ours. And he's like, it's just an expression my guy um and Cass says that Lucifer can't rise and that the breaking of the seal must be prevented at all costs and Dean's like cool well you just tell us where she is we'll go kill her and everyone can go home happy and Cass informs them that they're not omniscient and that the witch is very powerful and has cloaked themselves from the angels and Uriel's like okay that's enough who you know, like, that's enough of this. We're wasting time. And Dean's like, who are you and why should I care? And that's when Cass finally is like, okay, well, this is Uriel and he's what you could call a specialist. And Dean asks, you know, like, okay, well, what are y'all going to do? And Cass tells them that they both need to leave this town immediately because they're about to destroy the town. And then we cut to commercial. Mm. So lots going on. Lots going on. Um, I think that it's very interesting that Cass is basically only speaking to Dean. Yes, I was yes. going to bring that up in the next scene as well. Like, like there's four major players in this conversation, and two of them only have eyes for each other. Yeah, <laughs> and that's really interesting. Like, except um, for, like, the brief glances between, like, Sam and Dean when they're trying to figure out what the fuck to tell the angel dudes. Right. <laughs> like, right. it's just Dean and Gus. Right. Like, Dean mostly, like, until he just gets tired of Uriel interrupting them, he just keeps asking Cass everything. Cass only tells Dean information. He doesn't tell Sam. And then you just have Sam, like, interjecting. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
And it's just really funny. <laughs> I love it. And, and so it's gonna keep happening in the next scene. I was gonna say, and so the <laughs> dynamic of Dean and Cass and anyone else in a scene is born. It's like yeah. always like Dean and Cass. Yes. Oh, yes. there's somebody else in the room. Okay. Okay. Yeah. 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 Pro- usually Sam, but yeah. you know, it's like Dean and Cass and Sam's there. <laughs> yes. And that's just that's just the energy they have with one another. Be it Misha and Jensen, I don't know, but that is how the cookie crumbled, and that is the way it is on screen. <laughs> yes. I think it's interesting because like Uriel isn't. Like, he's a specialist, so he's not, like, above Castiel. Like, he's just, like, a buddy. And Castiel's, like, trying to convince Uriel to, like... Right. Like, technically, like, in this situation, like, Cass is Uriel's superior. Because whatever Cass says, like, later on, Uriel has to listen to Cass as well. So, like, Cass is the one in charge. So they're arguing about destroying the town, and Cass is like, we're out of time. The seal has to be saved. Um, is this like the first time Uriel talks? No, he he's made like him. comments. Yeah. Oh, he made the comments. Yeah, but he's like, it's not the first time. Um, he says it's not the first time I've purified a city. Um, and Cass is like, I understand. Like, you guys don't want this to be done. Like, he says it's regrettable, but like, too many seals have already been broken and been broken um and she's like so why does this town have to pay for your mistakes like you're not keeping the veils from being broken seals why did i say veil <laughs> i was so <laughs> this religious trauma of me <laughs> um but he says the this town has to pay like why do they have to pay for your mistakes and Cass is like it's the lives of a thousand versus six billion like there's a bigger picture and um Dean's like, oh, I forgot you guys are all about the bigger picture. And Cass gets all up into Dean's face. And he's like, Lucifer cannot rise or hell will, will rise with him. And it was like, is that something that you are willing to risk, Dean? Like, you you be membering, don't act like you do. Um You be member. And Sam's like, well, you be membering. I <laughs> Sam, I think Cass says that to him too. <laughs> you be um, membering. <laughs> I would be membrane, don't act like you know. It's so funny. <laughs> you be membrane. So out of character. Um, but Sam's like, we'll stop the witch before she summons anyone. And Ural's like, we're wasting time with these mud monkeys. He continues to call them mud monkeys, which is just like, Very well, Cass doesn't like it, but also like, like I don't like it. Um, and Cass is like, I'm sorry, but like, we have our orders. Like, we have to do this. And Sam's like, you guys can't do this. You're angels. Aren't you guys supposed to show mercy? And Uriel's like, or like, you guys are supposed to show mercy. He, it's not a question. It's a statement. He's like, you guys are supposed to do this. And Uriel's like, mm, says who? I don't know where you're finding that information, <laughs> but that is not true. Um, and Cass is like, we have no choice. And which is just his, that's his thing. He's just like, there's no choice. There's no choice. There's no choice. We're doing this. And Dean's like, of course you have a choice. You, you've you never questioned a crap call. He says, what? Are you both just a couple of hammers? And Cass is like, even if you can't understand this, like, you have faith. The plan is just. And it we know it's just because it came from heaven. And Dean's like, it must be, it must be so nice to be, like, so sure of yourself all the time. And Cass is like, okay, Dean, 
<laughs> you when John gave you when your dad gave you an order, you you didn't obey. Did you not just like do it immediately? And that be shutting Dean up about that. He leaves that. He said, "We'll table that and we'll talk about <laughs> something else." Um, he says, "You're right. We're gonna table that." Um, he's like, "Plans have changed." Uh, Uriel, he's like, "You think you can stop us?" And Dean's like, "No." Um, uh, or stop the not stop us. Is that what he's talking about? Stopping the angels? Yeah. He's like, "You think that you're gonna be able to stop us?" Oh yeah. He angels. says he says no, but like. I'm not going to leave. And if Cast raised me from hell because the Lord told him to, like, I must be pretty important to him. So, like, if I don't leave and you burn this town, I die. And that's not going to look good for you, you guys. Um, He's like, we'll find the witch and stop the summoning. And Uriel's really annoying, but Cast is like, it's enough. Like, whatever and he's like you guys should go quickly like figure it out not that Uriel's annoying but Uriel's just very much like this is what it is and I'm I don't know I mean he's very like clearly prejudiced against humans like he does not like humans he's calling them names he doesn't want to listen to them he thinks that they're above them and I think that it's really interesting, like, the comparison between him and Cass, because Cass clearly cares, like, yeah. about what's happening. Like, he says, you know, like, this is regrettable. Like, like he doesn't want to do this. It's just that is what they have to do. Like, he tells them, like, that's their orders, which we find out later that's not their orders. But right. he's supposed to make Dean and, well, mostly Dean, think that that's the orders. Um, but there's definitely a comparison between Uriel and Cass that they are different. I think it's really interesting how um, Sam, obviously, like, Sam, this is the first time Sam's meeting angels, but this is the first time Dean's meeting a different angel other than Cassio. Mm-hmm. So, like, he has no bond, no relationship with Uriel, and he shows that. He is mm-hmm. disrespectful as fuck. Yeah. And like, this man could turn around and smite him. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> like yeah. no problem. He's about to smite an entire town. Yeah. But Dean's like, oh, you know what? He raised me from fucking hell? Yeah. Um, Sorry, buddy. You're not going to kill me. So confident. Yeah. So confident. And by confident, I mean reckless. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. He's truly so like arrogant about it. Yeah. He is. I also like though that like this is what he truly thinks is right. And he doesn't care if like heaven or like God has said, no, actually this is what's right. He he doesn't even believe in that. So he's like, I'm gonna like I'm going to fight for what I think is right, which is a trait that more people could have in yeah. IRL. <laughs> but yeah, like I I put in my notes. I'm just like always obsessed with Dean Winchester arguing with like angels or, you know, some like someone relate that's like definitely more important than him, you would think. But like mm-hmm. he doesn't care. He's like, this is what I yeah. feel we should do. And this is what yep. we're gonna do. And, and like yeah. arguably way more powerful than he could yeah. ever be. Yeah. And he just doesn't give a fuck. He's just like, yeah. I he's like, I will like this is what I want. And I will go down kicking and screaming if yeah. I don't get my way. Right. Um, 
and like Uriel is like okay well I'll just drag you out of here myself and he's like yeah well I'm you're gonna have to kill me which is like the exact same problem of what I just said so your choice um and Dean's like I will just like waste time I will continue to just argue with you until oh whoops the seal is already broken I guess we should just go take care of it like he just doesn't care right um and then I'm also just obsessed with Dean and Cass having this singular conversation between themselves about Mm -hmm. like um the matter of choice and Dean basically like reasoning with Cass about like you need to like question your orders if they're not actually just like you think they're just just because they're from heaven but you need to think for yourself um and then Cass throwing it back at him and being like oh because you always did that with John and it's a sore subject and they did table it like Dean Winchester was like full brat mode he was like I'm not getting into that I will just refuse to leave yeah but it does prove that Castiel truly knows Dean on a very deep level and that raising him from hell wasn't just like a little side job like it took a lot and he knows everything about Dean mm-hmm. so. I'm also so obsessed with the part where Cass is like when your father gave you an order did you not obey him and he's just like well sorry looks like plans have changed like he's like I'm not <laughs> That's addressing only that. okay when I do it <laughs> yeah but and also, also though, I mean like John's I final think- order Dean did not obey you know like Dean learned for himself that like sometimes you just have to think for yourself and so he's like I just don't have time to explain this to you right yeah that's yeah that's what I think it is he's like yes he did always follow his dad's orders but that doesn't mean now he knows that that was what he was supposed to do he doesn't think he right. would you know it was right for that he's like maybe that kind of was stupid of me and so mm-hmm. now he's like but yeah, he doesn't have time right now to explain that to Cass because he's like, mm-hmm. we have to on the clock. figure out what we're doing. Yeah. Yes. Dean is disrespectful to Uriel and Uriel's disrespectful to everyone. Like he's right. disrespectful to both Dean and Sam because they're humans, but he's disrespectful to Castiel because Castiel has respect for humans and like human life. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, it's an interesting power dynamic that's going on. Right. Especially because, like, Cass is supposed to be his superior, but he just doesn't agree with, like, Cass's point of view of, like, how to view humans. And we kind of get into that when they have their own scene together. But, um, I mean, he do be listening because as soon as, like, because Uriel's like, that's enough. I've heard enough. And Cass is just like, if you want to try, like, I guess go for it. I'll I'll tell Uriel to stop. Yeah. I suggest you move quickly. <laughs> I can only hold it back for so long. (laughs) Yeah. He's a pretty big guy. I do have some um, notes about Uriel, like, in actual Christian lore. Um, So they say he's, like, a purifier in the episode, which is true of Uriel in, like, actual Christian lore. Um, And he's not, like actually referenced in the bible but he is in there's like 15 books that are called the apocrypha and sometimes they're in like a study bible like a lot of pastors and stuff will be familiar with the apocrypha but they're not like technically biblical canon so they're like 
maybe they're real, maybe they're not. It's just more books that were written by men that we don't know if any of it's true anyway. That's beside the point though. But um, maybe they're real, maybe they're not the entire Bible. Yeah, right. exactly. All it's 66 all books of the Bible. Fanfic. It's all just fanfic. God, Sarah, that's so true. It's just not as interesting as the fanfic I read. <laughs> Um, yeah I'm highly biased reading but instead <laughs> yeah <laughs> you want something good god do I have some <laughs> recommendations for you um but some areas of the um things that happen in the bible that in the apocrypha whoever wrote them is like oh this was Uriel are like um the passover the blood being smeared on the doors to like pick and choose mm-hmm. who would be killed a purification um because like mm-hmm. a bunch of people died uh yep. he took the orders to noah for god with the whole flood situation oh, another purification. purification um and also he's like sometimes called an archangel which is mm-hmm. interesting um mm-hmm. so yeah but he so like if the apocrypha is to be believed then he was doing some some purifying of things he was this is why they get sam Payne so wrong they had already used the budget to do the Christian to research <laughs> to research the apocrypha yeah they could yeah. just made it up but and no. honestly anybody no. would have believed it but 11 we see dean's car is egged and like assumed by the astronaut and dean's like astronaut which is so, so funny, funny. <laughs> so funny and stupid he's like a cartoon character yes. yeah yes. like Scooby-Doo, straight out of scooby-doo yes <laughs> like this whole town is on the verge of being blown off the map and we have <laughs> a fucking cartoon interlude <laughs> yeah he is so worried about his car so <laughs> worried and then Sam's like having his crisis of faith moment and he's like I I thought angels would be different. I thought like they um like this is what I've been praying to like this is like a really big letdown basically. And Dean's like, well, the problem is they are too righteous. Like that's that's the issue. And there's um nothing worse than a man who thinks they're on a holy mission. Which that is, is a great just, line. Whoo, so great. Love yeah. that so much. Um, and then Dean goes on and comforts Sam and is like, just because like these guys are dicks doesn't mean like all the angels are dicks and like mm. maybe God's a good dude, which is so sweet to me because yeah. like we know that Dean doesn't he doesn't have faith in these things like it was enough for him to like like when he met Cass he's like fuck you you're wrong the angels don't fucking exist even though you're standing right in front of me <laughs> no absolutely not. um uh and he makes the comment that Babe Ruth was a dick but baseball is still a beautiful game um <laughs> I'm so glad John Winchester passed on his love of baseball yes. to his son for even this moment never, we've never seen Dean care about baseball but no. he does. he's a baseball he girly it's, it's a beautiful game. game it is it's a gorgeous game girly. we can headcanon it 
And uh, then, like, Sam has the hex bag stuff in his hands, and he's, like, still touching it, and he's like, hmm, this would take a lot more than just, like, an oven to char. Again, why? Why do you know this? Like, <laughs> of all the things, like, another yeah. Stanford, you know, knowledge. Like, you know I... what a bone looks like if you charred in the oven? <laughs> yeah, he's like, if I were to char a bone... I would think that I'd need extreme high heat if it wanted, if I wanted it to be like this. Like uh, that <laughs> takes a little a bit more than than your average oven there. <laughs> um, and... uh, boo! He knows all charring to in temperatures. He does the temperatures to get things charred. That's another thing that his special kid powers are mm, doing. Yeah. Yes, he's like yeah. this was he's this like, was in a kiln. <laughs> approximately a thousand degrees yeah wait was sam driving or dean was driving dean was driving dean was driving driving. okay that doesn't make sense to me for like the next scene like i guess he was just like let's go to the school yeah i guess goes wherever he tells him to go um, (laughs) like Because, like, it would have made more sense if, like, Sam was driving and, like, they ended up at the school and Dean was like, why are we here? And then Sam was like, well, the hex bag showed up after we got, after we talked to Don, not after we talked to Tracy. Nope. And, like, yeah. It's so true. I am obsessed with the fact that Sam would have had to just been like, hey, go to the school. And Dean was like, okay. (laughs) <laughs> like doesn't ask any questions until after they're there. <laughs> like yeah, I feel like mission. it would have been I feel like it would have been Dean would be like why and Sam would be like just do it and Dean would be like just go literally just tell me now and Sam would be like no let's just go and I'll tell you then like <laughs> for the drama but, like, of it. like follow my lead I had a right. feeling <laughs> right and, and like, Dean's like we have the whole drive there for you to tell me where we're going just tell me and Sam's like no I'll tell you yeah. when we get there <laughs> I want to see or- if I'm right or Sam doesn't tell him where he's going. He like, let's get in the car, and he just gives him directions. He's the navigator. Like, just tell and me so where we're going. Goes. He gives and him Sam's coordinates. Like, no, nope. turn left. And Dean's like, where <laughs> are we going? Dean makes a funny joke, or at least he thinks it's funny. He says, "Are you gonna, I don't know, find this witch or finger your bone?" And then he just kind of smirks at himself. <laughs> he's like, <laughs> <laughs> I kind of. I, I laughed a lot at how many like hits it took for Sam to break the desk open considering like <laughs> how they just break into stuff in like th- in like five seconds flat all the time and like breaking locks is usually just like a one hit and he had to break the whole thing off the desk <laughs> for it to open yeah right um okay so you're a hundreds years old witch and you just keep your baby bones in your school desk? Yeah. Not a very smart 800-year-old witch. I don't care if it's yeah. locked. I don't care if it's locked. Where do you keep your baby bones? I don't have any, so that's the problem, I guess. Oh, I don't know where so, I would store them. Yeah, I don't um, know where I would. Yeah, <laughs> But I, I I don't feel like I would store them there if I were to have any. Keep those at Maybe home. it's <laughs> his only thing behind the lock. Maybe. <laughs> He like there's no locks at his no house. No locks. Yeah. Maybe he doesn't have a house. Maybe Isn't he lives, I thought the house like, they were at was their was his house. Which house? The house that they're at. And then with with the spell, I thought that was his house. Mm-hmm. Maybe I might have made that up. I don't actually remember that being like saying it, but I just assumed it. Tracy has an apartment. 
he lives at the school you know like they just yeah he lives at the school <laughs> he loves being an art teacher it he nice. if he wasn't if he wasn't trying to raise a demon he just loves being an art teacher <laughs> he would thrive at his job but instead he is trying to raise a demon right so. right 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 um so Cass and Uriel are talking and Cass is like the decision's been made Uriel like this is what we're doing and Uriel's upset that it was made by two mud monkeys, he says again. And um, he says they're plumbing on two legs, which I hate mud monkeys. I think plumbing on two legs is very funny. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, <laughs> but Cass is like, you shouldn't call them that. Don't call them names. And Uriel's like, that's when he says the plumbing thing. And Cass is like, you're really close to blasphemy right now. <laughs> um and and that's like the worst you can do I guess and Cass is like there's a reason we were sent here to save Dean he has potential and Uriel's like but it doesn't have to be out of our hands like we could just go get Dean and we could just like still smite the whole town if we wanted to we could do that and Cass is like you know what we're supposed to do here you're you're prepared to disobey like couldn't be me you're prepared to like <laughs> not do what our father told us to do <laughs> and Uriel's like hmm? right like I guess Uriel's not because he doesn't you know right. like but it's definitely like if Cass had said okay like Uriel was down like I think that's what like Uriel was prepared to fishing. disobey the like yeah. overall orders but not Cass's mm-hmm. orders and so right. he was like are you prepared to disobey <laughs> but yeah Yeah. like he's just like he's fishing for some information like hey Cass are you on the same wavelength as me and Cass is like no I'm so far from the same wavelength yeah and he's like yeah me too me too I'm also so far from that wavelength I'm gonna be annoyed about it but like yeah same yeah but me too yeah this is also where Cass puts his little head on his little Mm -hmm. hands that are Mm -hmm. on his little elbows on his little knees Mm. hands on your knees well elbows on your knees but yeah (laughs) hands hands on your face on your hands elbows on your knees of course yeah brain is logically (laughs) um i think i mean again this is just like that comparison the contrast between uriel and Cass. like Cass loves his father's work like he he is more of um kind of like sam's interpretation of what angels should be like he likes humans he wants to follow his father's orders because his father made humans and loved humans and uriel is just like these creatures are below us like i just don't know what to tell you like they stink literally (laughs) um i was gonna mention in the last scene last scene yeah when um sam and dean are talking about angels in general and like dean's comforting sam um dean keeps using like a just because those guys are like dicks which i think it's really funny that he's including Cass in that but like i honestly do not think that dean thinks that Cass is the same as uriel but he's just like lumping him in because he feels like he has to like like sam's talking about those two but he's like you know those guys uriel but i guess Cass, like mostly uriel though <laughs> like that's just what it feels like to me yeah i actually um, think that he's he like generically says like 
a couple of apples like not like he doesn't specify them so like, like just like those two are bad apples he's just like you know maybe in a random a bushel of, of apples <laughs> and some random apples in that bushel <laughs> we also kind of learn that like to the angels like disobeying their orders is a really big deal because like that's what Cass like makes Uriel stop in his tracks of like whatever rant he's going on he's like you're prepared to do that what are the consequences of them disobeying Mm -hmm. we don't know because they don't disobey (laughs) it also feels very military Mm because as far I've never been in the military but as far as I know it's like you always follow orders regardless of if of of the person above you your superiors you always follow orders Mm -hmm. because you're like that's what I'm supposed to do so yeah it feels very military Mm -hmm. I think it's interesting that like Cass is like are you prepared to or disobey and basically like disobeying at this point like for this reason would be hating humans more than you love or have faith in god right because uriel has so much hatred for humans right like he does not want like he does not want to purify quote unquote this, this town for the sake of a seal like he he's just like it's a couple thousand humans oh well like yeah (laughs) they're nothing yeah 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 Yeah. uriel's like they're nothing and then Cass is like you know like a thousand people versus six billion right like he goes into like say that (laughs) right it's it's just very different vibes from the two of them so we see a dark house not a dark horse um that people are avoiding like there's kids who are trick-or-treating and the mom's like "Uh uh-uh go to the next house so her vibe check was correct um but also there's no porch light on and i was taught as a kid you don't go up to a house trick-or-treating if their Mm -hmm. porch light ain't on and them's the rules that's them's the rules (laughs) um and we see that in the basement of this house the art teacher don who i had forgotten his name don um has tracy tied up and he is performing the spell. Sam and Dean come in and just shoot him. And he's dead. So, you know, they save Tracy. And Tracy was like, oh my god, did you hear him? His incantation was so sloppy. And they're like, uh, what? Um, it turns out that they're brother and sister. And they're both, you know, trying to raise their master. She says that tonight they'll see they being like the town we'll see like what halloween really is and that you know instead of her being the sacrifice she'll just use her brother it's no big deal um just apparently anyone getting killed by anyone could have been the the next the next uh, body it bothers me so much like she just like there should be rules right she just like casually uses the bullet wounds bleeding puts his blood right. in the cup and she's like it's no big deal it's just a little substitute that um, doesn't feel like it should work no um but it does uh it does <laughs> she goes to like finish the spell and i guess she like had disarmed sam and dean like they were on the ground um and sam just starts covering both their faces with blood <laughs> and dean's like what the fuck are you doing and he's like just follow my lead and he's like okay um 
and Sam Hain, you know, he rises, he possesses the brother's body, he kisses Tracy, and he's like, wow, you've gotten older, and she's like, I knew you'd be able to tell, like, me from whatever form I'm in, and he's like, oh yeah, yeah, and then he just kills her, and calls her a whore. So, like, careful who who your master is, I guess. Men ain't shit, even when Men they're 600 years. Men ain't shit. Demons. You go through all that to right. raise him? And he and just he kills, kills you and calls you a whore? And he kills you for what? Like, there was no reason. Right. Other than two. Right. When I first watched this, I was kind of just like, oh, like, he just kills anyone who's not in a mask. That's what I thought was happening. But I feel like he just kills her just because. He just can. <laughs> um, He walks near Sam and Dean and they're just like lying on the floor and there's blood and we see that Sam Hain actually can't really see that well so like you're a powerful demon but you need glasses that's embarrassing 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 for you so embarrassing but okay um it does work in our favor he just moves on he's like oh Sam and Dean he didn't know their names but he's like they're dead so that's fine I don't have to deal with that and so he leaves them and Sam's like, or no, Dean's like, how did you know this would work? And Sam's like, well, I just gave it a shot. And Dean's like, you just gave it a shot? You just, okay. Sure. It's Uh just Sam constantly putting their lives at risk because he just never considers the possibility that he could be wrong. He just wants to test things out. He's just a scientist. Uh, Yeah, so I truly hate the sacrifice thing. That really bothers me a lot. I know we already talked about it, but I just wanted to bring that up again. Um it's stupid it is it's so, so dumb stupid. it's so right. dumb yeah i'm like torn between like sam and dean are a little stupid for just like outright killing the person because they don't know if that's actually going to kill them like they don't know how powerful that person is like the witches mm-hmm. and also like i don't know like people try to kill other like witches try to kill other witches like they just like I don't know I was like what and I was like well he's already doing the incantation is it over is that why like she just picks up the blood and is like that's the rest of it like I don't know it's like weird and I don't like it I also don't fully understand like why she had to be the final sacrifice in his eyes like can they just another rando Oh yeah. yeah. Like maybe, why like, did it have to be one of the them? random people? Maybe right. that's part of the spell. Maybe it has to be like another A witch. But they just don't say that in the episode, so like that could not be the case. Or maybe he just wanted the master to himself. I like to think they were both in love with Sam Hain. Yeah. And the brother was like, I'm just gonna get you out of the picture because right. I, I want him for that. myself. Mm-hmm. That and maybe it was like he'll raise you back. You know, yeah. like, but really, he doesn't care. He just right. wants the love of his he life. He wants back. his man. Right. This yeah. is a love story now. <laughs> Which would have been in his sister's body. And either way, it doesn't matter because they are going to kiss. Um, and we are going to see it. Why? Supernatural? Why? 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 Why, Why yeah. do we have to put incest on the screen? Also, this old man kissing this young girl. Don't like that either. <laughs> No. Yeah, not only, yeah, not only do we have to deal with incest, there's also an age gap. It's like grandfather and granddaughter incest. They're not Ew. that high for an age, I guess, but still, like father and daughter, 
still bad. Yeah. Any still incest is great. bad. So they head to the cemetery because they're like, where else would one go to raise evil? And of course, the cemetery. And so Sam, they're in the car and Sam's like, it might take more than our usual weapons to kill Sam Hain. <laughs> I feel silly every time I say that now. I know. Um, <laughs> and Dean is like, the knife is enough. You're not going to be doing any of your little magical powers. That's not happening. The angel said, and yeah, he's like, well, the angels are dicks. And he's like, well, it doesn't matter. <laughs> they said. Um, and they bicker over it. And Dean's just like, please, Sam, don't do not do it. And so that's that. And then we cut to the mausoleum party that What's-His-Face was talking about. Justin. Justin. Um, and we see Sam Hain as Dawn um, walking down. As someone else, I'm guessing. I don't know. Um, but we see him walking down the... It's a lot of people in people. I'm a little confused. Um, but That's true. Like, I know. I'm like, is it really Dawn? Is that his the real name? The 600-year-old witch is not named Dawn Harding. Right. No. I guess that's true. <laughs> what's, his, what's his birth given name? Okay. Right. What's, your, what's your God-given name? What's your God-given uh, name? Sam Hain given name. Exactly. Sam Hain given name. But anyway, he locks the kids in the mausoleum and the graves do be wiggling and jiggling, and I don't like it. They do. Um, Both Sarah and Beth started wiggling. (laughs) Wiggling and jiggling. I don't like it. (laughs) Then one of them busts open, a hand comes out and grabs Justin's ankles, pulls him in, and then I guess he just explodes <laughs> because blood comes. That's what it looks like. That's what it looks like. Blood goes <laughs> everywhere. I'm thinking about ghosts. I'm thinking about zombies. I'm thinking about leprechauns. And none of them do that. <laughs> they, Sam and Dean get there, though, and Sam tells Dean, he's like, save them because they're locked in this mausoleum. And Dean's like, I'm not letting you go alone. And Sam's like, just save them. And so he does, and Sam leaves. But then... um. Some zombies come out of the graves, and Dean has to fight some zombies. Yep. Which is probably pretty cool for him. Not even going to lie. Is this where he's like, bring it on, stinky, or something like yeah. that? Yeah. <laughs> yes. He's such bring a it dork. on, stinky. He's such a dork. I love him. Like, I hate that Dean shoots the lock off. Um, oh, yeah. One, like... That's unsafe. Mm-hmm. But teenagers are fucking stupid and they're all high and or drunk. Like they're like the likelihood of them actually getting to the side mm-hmm. like and listening. Yeah. Especially to the side where the graves are rumbling. Yeah. I'm yeah. telling you right like, now, I'm, I'm not backing up to a grave while they're rumbling like that. Like, did you just see what happened to Justin? <laughs> yeah. yeah. I will not be Literally. sucked in and then exploded. I will not be, I will, that will not happen to me. Also, like, him shooting the lock does not look cool at all because we don't see anything happen. It's just no, like, it's, like, it's, it's like open. a really big flash of light and then, like, it's open. It was it's like, so dumb. <laughs> also, the odds that he like hits the lock perfectly to unlock it, like shot Abby. <laughs> I love when they make them like expert marksmen. Mm-hmm. And also, like Dean, if you don't want Sam to go fight Sam Hain, like go fight Sam Hain. Like, 
Right, right. simply tell Sam to stay and save the kids. <laughs> like, you don't yeah. want Sam to use his freaky ESP stuff. It, he won't have a chance if mm-hmm. he doesn't fight the demon. Also, like, yeah. why couldn't we have gotten the kids out of there and then just also ran after Sam Hain? Why did we have to fight the zombies? That's what I was thinking. Because he wanted to. He just felt like killing some stinkies. Like, little guy. I guess they were afraid <laughs> that he would, would raise more by the time they got them got to him. Like they're trying to prevent him from raising more dead people. That's the only thing I can think of to give him the benefit of the doubt. So Sam finds Sam Hain and like Sam Hain tries to like poof him away with his uh demon mm-hmm. ring and stuff. And he Sam's like bright light him. That shit shit doesn't work on me. And Sam Hain's like, okay, I'll just attack you. And Sam's just like fist fighting a demon. (laughs) Like, okay. Like, fist fight the demon. Sure. They're they're having a fist fight. Like, that's just what it is. A violent altercation? Yes. Like, seems like a pattern for this body. It does. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I'm sorry. If like the demon tries to like bright light me and then they're caught off guard because you're still walking at them why the fuck wouldn't you have the knife in your hand yes or do something with the knife like be prepared i know dean told you how to be prepared like it's almost like he wanted to use this for esp stuff Mm -hmm. that's how i feel as well i i feel he did he already had it in his head that it might not be enough. And so he's like, well, I'm just going to have to do it. Like, it's purely he's just like, like psyching himself out. Like, he just, it's, well, I mean, it's very similar to like how he thought that, that the blood would work. Like, he just thinks he's right. And then Dean is still fighting monsters <laughs> in the mausoleum, which is really interesting because like he like slams the a zombie or something down and they're like in a line at that point and then he goes yeah. to whack a ghost and he's like you know what fuck this zombie ghost orgy i'm touching i'm torching everybody you're all Everyone's, going. yeah we're burning Which, the like, place down so smart you should have done that anyway like should have been the first instinct <laughs> yeah. um, fire works on everything um so and then Sam tries to use the knife. We're back and he tries to use the knife and Sam Hain, you know, is prepared. Prepared and they're actually physically fighting at this point. So he knocks the knife away. You know. Cause. And then Sam's like, ah yes, this is when I should use my freaky ESP stuff. And he's like putting his hand up and he's like starting to use it. And then Dean comes around the corner and the audience goes, oh. <laughs> um, and he's like, oh, no, is this going to like, and it didn't even look like it was working right at first. <laughs> like, it took him a long time. Took him so long. He started and, getting a headache and a nosebleed. Yeah, he started getting yeah, his headache. Struggling. And then the, no- the nose started bleeding like a little bit. And then it was like pouring out blood. <laughs> and then yeah. he finally gets Sam Hain like exercise and See? Dean's just like what like just like 
blank face like they're just staring at each other and sam's just like got blood all over his face yeah like that's the thing this demon is clearly very powerful very old like not one to be messed with we already know that don's body is dead they killed him they shot him so like right do we want to exercise this demon and just send yeah. them back to hell no we, we don't kill it. yeah yeah i don't <laughs> yeah um, and like yeah the fact that like don is already dead like it's yes. like a big like i'm saving people Dean. right no you're not sam you're just making yeah. things difficult like he does not try to pick up the knife after he drops it no no i feel like sam only really stops his using his powers because he thinks it's wrong but then he meets the angels and he's like they're mm-hmm. kind of dicks so yep. i'm gonna go back to using yes. my powers yes he's and, like oh, okay yeah like mm-hmm. he should he just he wants them so badly because mm-hmm. it makes him feel powerful mm-hmm. and so he's like i guess i'll right do it again like like he's having a crisis of faith and so he's <laughs> acting out against what he thought was like the only thing it's kind of like the only thing that was keeping his morals in check like uh-huh. not all of his morals obviously but like the angel specifically said don't do this they're mean to me i'm gonna do it anyway it's like, right <laughs> yeah Sam. he has issues with authority figures. he has How surprising yes it's very very apparent he has issues with authority i do get kind of like frustrated with dean like in this scene specifically because like he's just watching it happen and like sam is struggling with sam for a long time and i'm like hey dean i know that like i'm always on your side baby girl but like and it's hard to watch sam do this but like the knife is right there you could go get the knife stab him in the back (laughs) like yeah not sam sam hayne obviously right (laughs) (laughs) sam doesn't need to be stabbed in the back again you know (laughs) no yeah oh i feel like maybe them calling him mispronouncing sam hain is on purpose because it's sam versus sam hain it does kind of feel like a like <laughs> wow the response i got all of us um, oh <laughs> say more hannah say more <laughs> it does kind of feel like a, like a dichotomy like yeah. sam yeah. versus sam hain which is bad mm-hmm. Obviously, Sam mm-hmm. Hain is a demon, probably not a good guy. Um, and they're like, and here's Sam. How do we feel about him? What do How we do we think about, about him? That? What are we thinking? Yeah. What are we, what are we thinking right now? Is he doing what he just has to do? Or is he just kind of being a little baby and arrogant? Okay. So Sam is packing up to leave and Uriel shows up. And he's like tomorrow's probably going to be a tough day for you with it being, you know, the anniversary of your mom and girlfriend's deaths, right? <laughs> Sam's like, damn. Yeah, probably. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and Uriel's like, you were told not to use your abilities. And Sam's like, what did you want me to do? What was I supposed to do instead? Um, and Uriel's like, you've been warned twice now. And Sam's like, Dean was right. Angels are dicks. Which like, why did you have to throw Dean under the bus like that? That's pretty rude of you. Um, it seems like a but, you uh, and Uriel conversation. Yeah, like maybe leave Dean out of it. <laughs> um, and Uriel's like, the only reason you're still alive is because you've been useful. The second you become more than what you're worth, like you try to do more than what you're really worth, we'll just turn you to dust. 
just straight to dust. Um, and then he's like, while he went, he's like, oh, also tell Dean to climb off his high horse and ask him what he remembers from hell. And Sam's just like, surprised, what? Um, like I think it's you. I don't yes. love your real, you know, he's, he's not nice. I do think it's very funny that he's like, I'm going to cause problems on purpose. Yeah. Yeah. yeah he's he's like, they both, both annoy me. And so I just want to wreck them both. Like, hey, Sam, your girlfriend, remember her? Dead. Your mom? Dead. Tomorrow, <laughs> anniversary. Um, And also ask Dean what he remembers from hell. Yeah. Bye. Bye. See you later. Also, you're only worth what you can give us. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. Mm, if you do your powers again, I'm going to kill you. Three strikes, you're out, buddy. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, Speaking of three mm-hmm. strikes, you're out. He says, do you, tomorrow's November 2nd. Do you, like, do you know what that is? And Jacob was sitting next to me and went, this is a- Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. This is what? <laughs> what does Jacob say? What did he say? <laughs> Abby, no, we're on the edge of our seats. No, yeah, he said that's the day the Cubs won the World Series. He was very excited <laughs> about it. Well, I love them. It's also Sam's half birthday. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Of course, now my internet's like <laughs> speedy. What do you mean? Nothing ever went wrong. Everything's fine. What do you mean? Nothing's wrong. Okay. Um. So. We cut to Dean, and he is just at a park. He's watching families hang out at the playground. You know, he's just observing life around him. And Cass poofs. He whooshes in. He's just on the bench. Uh, but not the same bench. That would be way too gay. Um, he's on a different <laughs> bench. <laughs> you know, two guys on a bench. Not the same bench because they're not gay. Right. <laughs> of course. Right. Um, and Dean's like, what are you here to say? I told you so. And Cass is like, I'm not here to judge you, Dean. Um, and he's like, our, um, our true orders were to actually follow Dean's orders. Um, and it was kind of like a test to see how Dean would respond in battlefield conditions. And Dean's like, okay, well, I get it. I failed. Um, but you know what? you wave your magic wand we go back in time and i would make the exact same call over and over again um because he doesn't know what's going to happen in the future he doesn't know what's going to happen even just tomorrow the next day but what he does know is that this here the kids swings the trees they're all still there because of him and his brother and Cass tells him you know like you misunderstand me um i was praying that you would choose to save the town, Dean. That's what he tells him. Um, I'm really going back and forth in what tense and whose <laughs> point of view I'm trying to say this in. So I hope you're following along. <laughs> um, Cass says he would have he was praying that Dean would choose to save the town, um, uh, because these people are his father's creations and that they're works of art. He said, but you know, the seal was still broken. They're still one step closer to hell on earth. And that's not an expression. It's real. And Dean of all people should appreciate what that means. And then Cass says, can I tell you something? If you promise not to tell another living soul. 
very funny to me. Adorable. It's so cute. So cute. Um, And Dean's like, I guess. (laughs) He doesn't say no. (laughs) He's like, am I supposed to say no? Right. Like, what is he? Like, he's like, not even Sam. Like, no, he just. I also like Um, me as a person. I'm always going to say yes. If someone says like, can I tell you something? I'm like, yeah, say. Mm I want to know everything. We'll see if I don't tell another human. We'll see. But tell me. Tell me anyway. That's on you for telling me. Yeah. (laughs) You should have known. I'm going to rub my mouth. (laughs) There's two people I'm going to tell. It's going to be my husband and it's probably going to be Hannah. (laughs) Yeah. So you run that risk when you tell me. At least. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Um, he says uh he's not just a hammer that he has questions that he has doubts and he doesn't know what's right or wrong anymore or whether dean passed or failed here but in the coming months there will be more decisions to make and that he doesn't envy the weight on dean's shoulders and then Cass whooshes away and dean is left alone and i think that that's huge and i really really want to flag the fact that Cass says here that he is experiencing doubts, that he is no longer sure of what's right and wrong, because we're going to talk about it later. Like it's going to come up again. So we got to flag it here and now. It's considered flagged. Flag. Um, I also am <laughs> obsessed with the fact that <laughs> it's flagged. It took my brain a second. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh, I like that. Plugged. Consider it plugged. <laughs> um, um, the like, uh, just the closeness that Cass already feels with Dean to like share something like that. Because if he's saying, "Do you promise not to tell another living soul?" Like, it's clearly a really big deal to him. Like, this is something that he wouldn't right. want Uriel to find out, or his superiors, or other angels, or anyone to find out but he's willing to tell dean and that's a big deal mm-hmm. it is i think it's really interesting that he expresses this to dean after basically telling sam that like these are orders from god so like they are righteous yes. and like mm-hmm. this is the right thing to do mm-hmm. and then he like runs off to dean and it's like don't tell sam <laughs> but I lied. Yeah. I, yeah. <laughs> He's like, don't tell Sam and don't tell you. I was real, on your side the whole time, baby. I, I, I love you, um, baby. Yeah, I was with you the whole time. I, but also, like, even if he did believe that, I, regardless, it's after Dean tells him, like, you have a choice. You get to choose for yourself of what you think is right and wrong. And now he's, like, had to sit with that for a little bit. And he just, he's like, you know what? I actually don't know. Like I, yeah. you've, you've brought this up, um, and you made some good points, and now I have no idea what to do. So, <laughs> yeah, no, I love um, that little scene so much. Me too. It's very very cute. There's one moment I can't remember the exact line now that I'm trying to say it out loud, but like Cass like smiles. It's um, um Dean says, Dean says it was a witch, not the Tet offensive. And then Cass is like <laughs> a little chuckle. Right. Oh, so cute. Right. 
yeah um, put that in my notes because like that's kind of that's kind of his first smile like he kind of smiles when he is in the barn like he smirks a little bit like when dean tries to stab him with the demon knife because it's like that's not gonna do anything to me but this is like the first like genuine like smile and it's dean the one is to put it there this cast his first smile the amount of like long eye gazing that they have <laughs> is insane it is abby it is it's insane and like him getting all up in his business i think like some people could argue that that's like an intimidation thing but i really don't think mm-hmm. it is mm-hmm. i tend to agree with you yeah there's different vibes when it's intimidation and when it's just like mm-hmm. you are drawn to another person's there is like yes. space so mm-hmm. yeah i love that you picked up on that very important continue picking up on yeah that. Yeah, I want you to keep okay. picking up what they're putting down. Yeah. Even if they're not meaning to. All right. Well, we got Cass in the episode. So, finally, Cass is back after yeah. a little hiatus. Mm-hmm. Um, Abby, do you think he'll be in the next episode? What is it called? Next episode is called... Hang on, I have it. Uh, Wishful Thinking. Oh. I hate when they give me nothing. <laughs> Um, oh. <laughs> wishful thinking the way you said it so slowly it made it as if you were typing it like you're just looking <laughs> wishful <laughs> thinking I'm looking up the plot <laughs> hold on wait um <laughs> that's that funny, funny. <laughs> uh, no I don't think Kaz is going to be back in the next okay. episode they had their I don't have an idea even a little bit about what it's gonna be about. Right. Wishes. Maybe. It's wishful thinking. Wishes. And thinking. And wishes. Maybe. <laughs> Full of wishes. We've had like the gin thing. <laughs> which is more but like maybe this is like a um only thing I'm getting is like Carly Ray Jepsen. I threw in a, a wish in a well. Like I'm thinking like a wishing well. Call me, maybe. Call me maybe. Call me maybe. <laughs> it took a hot minute for my brain to connect those two things. I, know, I, was, I was like, like you're going to have to explain the My comparisons things. today were very interesting. Yeah. So, all right. Well, we will <laughs> certainly find out. Um, thank you, Sarah, for joining us today. We love having you. Yeah. Um, do you do you want to tell the folks at home where they can find you elsewhere? skirt skirt um skirt skirt i don't know i'll put it in the thing so i don't have to spell it out yeah yes for us you know you can find us on twitter tiktok i have tumblr all those things that we don't use um (laughs) email us raisingperdition at gmail.com if you have any complaints if you think that we made fun of sam too much this episode you can email us lawboy at stanford.edu and we'll get back to you swiftly um sam will probably respond very very quickly sam will probably sam will see it he'll be like thank you so much they really were just so mean to me this week Um, thank you for bringing that we said you looked good yeah we did say you looked good sam yeah he made some choices i wasn't a fan of but he looked good doing it so i mean 
we also have a discord and it is the fastest way to tell us your thoughts on the episode so you should join the discord it'll be in the show notes or to just become our friend yeah yes you want to see some random things if you're interested in like hey i want them to take this quiz i would love to know what their results were we have a whole section for that so sports sports yeah we talked about the cubs earlier memes memes i'm just gonna repeat everything you'll say (laughs) we can yummy animals Mm -hmm. you can show us your animals you go outside you wanna you can go outside and show us things to see outside share some music with us Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yes um we also have like other media so mm-hmm. like you're talking about something else um like gotham knights renew gotham knights save we have yeah or like vampire diaries vampire yeah diaries. can yeah. i talk to us yeah. about vampire diaries all that stuff so it's a really fun time and you should join it and uh yeah we'll be back next week with episode eight of season four yeah okay bye bye, bye. You've been listening to Raising Perdition, a Supernatural Rewatch podcast hosted by Beth, Hannah, and Abby Jo. If you have anything kind to say or want to give us your comments on this episode, you can email us at raisingperdition at gmail.com. If you have complaints, concerns, or general nasty things to say, guys, send them to lawboyatstanford.edu. We don't like the negativity. You can find us on Twitter and Hive at at ourperditionpod, on Tumblr at at Raising Perdition Pod and on TikTok at at Raising Perdition. Thanks for listening.